0: Hey everybody, it's Damon here, and I just wanted to give a quick message before this episode. The audio in it is not the greatest. I recorded with a different headset, and it wasn't until after recording that we realized just how bad the audio was. I tried to edit it to the best of my abilities, but there wasn't too much that could really be done without re-recording the entire episode. You can still understand me okay, it just sounds like I'm kind of talking underwater a little bit, so... With that in mind, uh, enjoy the final episode of The Protagonist Project.
1: Hello, I'm Shelby, and a fun fact about me is that if a person literally just said, I'm going to kill you now, I would not run headfirst into their arms.
0: Yes, that is some good life (laughs) skills right there.
1: (laughs) Thank Um, you. I am really working on my street smarts.
0: Well... I'm Damon, and my fun fact is I have never killed somebody to take over a craft fair.
1: <laughs> but you have killed someone to take over a pickled ginger industry. I'm sorry, we don't talk about that. Here, let's start okay. over. Welcome to the Protagonist Project, <laughs> a podcast where we rate the characters of a selected novel with stars. Today's episode is based on the last 3 chapters of Murder Can Mess Up Your Masterpiece by Rose Pressy, chapters 25 through 27.
0: Yeah. Um we finished it, Shelby. We finished the book.
1: We got through it.
0: Yeah. Um well, I'm excited to talk about this today and
1: Let's just dive right into chapter twenty-five. All right, Um, chapter twenty-five starts with Celeste heading towards Madame Gerard's house because, as we know, Madame Gerard basically answered none of Celeste's questions whatsoever in the last chapter. She just kind of ran away. So Elizabeth and Van Gogh are with Celeste, and uh, she decides that this is a good time to tell Elizabeth about the fact that she and Celeste are related, and about this she says. I hope that she'll be just as excited about this news as I am. <laughs> Yo, what if Elizabeth was offended? <laughs> yep, that would have been great. I was really considering Elizabeth just going, oh, God, I'm your great, great, great aunt. <laughs> I got to yeah, I mean, go. Said,
0: she said, how exciting. I can't tell you how happy this makes me. <laughs> uh, that's when
1: she immediately started to sound like a great, great, great aunt when she starts talking like that. But she was about it. And uh, it seems that Elizabeth doesn't know why only certain people can see her. So at least we know that now. She mentions that in the truck and we were wondering about that in the last chapter. Yeah. Um, and also about this scene. Did you notice how many times Celeste mentions that she's driving? It's like she's a really bad driver and is desperately trying to hide it. Yeah, she kept commenting
0: on it. She's like, oh, I made a left turn, and after a few more blocks, and yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. She really was trying to emphasize. She was like, I "I stopped at a red light. The light turned green, and I took off. I steered the truck. I traveled through a green light. Celeste, we trust that you're driving correctly, but now that you're really pulling all the stops, I'm kind of alarmed. Yeah.
0: Also, let's go back to the uh, Elizabeth not being completely sure why people can see her. She does say she thinks it's probably because certain people have a sixth sense. So that was really interesting. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, so maybe Celeste has some sort of sixth sixth sense. And I mean, we already know she's special with her painting, so that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I would not be surprised at all. Yeah, uh, but anyway, so, so then they to the
0: Madame Gerard's house because they want to see if Gerard can see her.
1: Um, yes. Yeah. Sorry. No and about you. about that, Celeste says, "I wondered if Madame Gerard would be surprised to see me so soon. Probably no more surprised than I'd been to see her at the craft fair. Plus, I brought a special spirit friend along. <laughs> it sounds like she's bringing a hamster. <laughs> I'm bringing a special friend. <laughs> uh, so it turns out, <laughs> Madame Gerard can see Elizabeth, and she's the first ghost ever that Madame Gerard has ever seen."
0: So she saw the ghost, but she didn't see the ghost. Like she
1: sensed the spirit, right? She saw Elizabeth and was freaked out because then she said, "I've never seen a ghost before." I, oh, I that's see right. It in my mind. Right. So she did okay. see, it and she was a little freaked out about like, oh, a real live ghost! Incredible. Um. And so, as they come in to Madame Gerard's house, she says, "I don't think I have the answers you want." Mm, we, we know, Madame Gerard. You say this every time we see you. She just doesn't have the answers. Um, and then they all sit down and they're trying to bring another spirit into the room who might be able to help. And the chapter ends with Madame Gerard saying, Okay, there's another ghost here. And that's where it stops.
0: Yeah. Dun, dun, dun.
1: I didn't know too much about this chapter, but the same scene is carried on in the next chapter. So I'm just going to launch into chapter 26 that totally works great okay celeste <laughs> goes elizabeth and van had their eyes closed well van was lying on the chair sleeping but still he had his eyes closed maybe he knew what we were doing <laughs> you're
0: right Van knows it all along he's not sleeping he's he's, he's participating in the seance
1: of course he is of course of course and madame gerard has to beg these spirits to give celeste any of their time she's like who wants to speak with celeste anyone anyone now is the time to c- come forward please someone talk with celeste so she can leave my house <laughs> yep, and, then, and then um after a minute she says i'm having a bit of a problem hewing or understanding the spirit right now and celeste goes Man, maybe she needed to fine-tune the crystal ball for better reception. (laughs)
0: You know what you're talking about, Celeste.
1: (laughs) I love it so much. And then uh, Madame Gerard gets up and leaves the room really quickly. And she comes back with some salt to sprinkle around the room to keep bad spirits away. So it starts Mm -hmm. getting creepy. And uh, now we get to the intense, I guess, part of this book. Uh, the spirit shows Madame Gerard the image of the woods and the creek that Celeste had painted. Okay, great. Um, and Elizabeth, suddenly connecting with the spirit as well, says, I'm almost certain that the man in the painting is... Mac! Wow! And then uh, Elizabeth goes... I can see Evan in the room with us. He's bad, but that's just because he was so rude when he was alive. (laughs) 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 I'm not sure that's how it works, but. (laughs) (laughs) They had a real scare, Madame Gerard saying, there's a bad man following you, and it's really just Evan the jerk (laughs) here to tell you to move your table two inches back.
0: Yep, and so Madame Gerard confirms that she hears him say that Max murdered him. Yeah, so that's the
1: end of the suspense.
0: Yeah. Um, And then they just want to double check. So she describes what he looks like. And the description of the man was he's a large man with gray sprinkled in his dark hair. Okay, that could be a (laughs) (laughs) lot of. Yeah. Celeste doesn't go, oh, it's Evan. She goes, that could be Evan. So. Yeah,
1: she's like, okay, it's fine.
0: Yeah, plus two stars to Celeste, because she actually didn't jump to conclusions this time.
1: Amazing!
0: I know.
1: And um, so then Elizabeth, Celeste, and Van all hop in the truck, and Celeste leaves a very panicked voicemail for Detective Pierce. She goes, (laughs) (laughs) I think Max is the killer, and I think he's planning to kill someone else. Call me immediately. I'm going to stop him. Okay, great. Thank you. And then she goes, I cranked the engine, trying not to speed. I pointed the truck in the direction of the craft fair. Do you think <laughs> crashing through some bushes and streets just heading in a straight beeline for the fairgrounds? Because that's how it sounds.
0: Yeah, yeah. And she also punches the gasp when the light turns yellow so she doesn't have to stop. <laughs>
1: she is in a panic. So uh,
0: did, you, did you notice where she parked her truck?
1: Uh where she parked it?
0: She parked it right next to the trailer, which is where they got told off for parking a the truck there before when Sammy dropped her off.
1: <laughs> well, she's in a hurry. Come on now. So she gets them to the fairgrounds safely. And then Elizabeth goes, This is very dangerous, Celeste. If you discover... <laughs> that you know about what he's done, referring to Max, he could make you his next victim. And Celeste goes, I know, but if he does something to someone else and I had a chance to stop it, I'll feel really bad. I won't be able to forgive myself. Yep. Yep. It's
0: all, <laughs> all about you.
1: That's uh, minus 10 stars from Celeste for once again making it all about her and then um celeste is just kind of running around frantically and making calls and texting she calls pierce she calls caleb she goes to caleb's trailer she goes back to her trailer no one's picking up the phone then caleb calls her back but when she answers the line quickly goes dead and then he doesn't answer when she tries to call back hmm and then celeste says i sent caleb a text telling him it was urgent that i speak with him I just hoped you would respond soon so I could stop worrying. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The text that she sends to Caleb says, by the way, Max, stay away from him. I'll explain later. Just avoid him at all costs. (laughs) Cut to Caleb being stabbed to death by Max, but... (laughs)
0: Yeah, also the wording of the text was confusing because the way, like the grammar on it, I had to read it like three times. The way you said it... Me too! But it was like, by the way, Max... Like no, no. By
1: the way, Max, stay away from him. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a second, but she's texting Caleb. I'm so confused. Why is she texting Max? What's going on? She texts Max, and
0: she's like, "Yo, did
1: you kill that guy?" <laughs> <laughs> that oh my see What happened? But <clears throat> um... so then, West is about to go into her own trailer, and then Ruth steps out in front of her, and then Max is behind her, and then she says. If I didn't know better, I'd say that Ruth was helping Max. (laughs) Celeste, you do know that Ruth and Max are related, girl. Come on.
0: Actually, had she made that connection yet at this point? I mean, we did a long time ago, but.
1: I mean, she saw the last name. Come on, Celeste. And then she goes, Ruth, you should get out of here. And when Ruth doesn't go anywhere, Celeste goes, I never would have guessed that the two of them were in cahoots.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) so then celeste puts it together that ruth had been the one taking the money and giving it to max and that they're related so way to go celeste yeah and then when celeste mentions this to them ruth goes i'm a proud mama (laughs) (laughs) that's plus 10 stars for being a proud mama that's a proud mama bonus awesome And uh, she also says, oh, Evan found out about what you were doing, and that's why they killed him. Okay, great, Celeste. And then Ruth pulls out a carving knife. And then Celeste throws another carving knife to the neck. Can't you be more original than that? (laughs) And then Elizabeth says, pardon me for interrupting Celeste, but perhaps you shouldn't antagonize them. They're already pretty angry.
0: (laughs) That was, yes, I highlighted that line as well, and oh my goodness, that made me laugh so hard. Plus ten stars
1: to Elizabeth. How many? What did you say? Oh, that's ten to Elizabeth for finally uh, giving some more solid advice, as she usually does. And then what did you say?
0: I said, uh, Celeste immediately goes, I totally saw her point. (laughs) Like, (laughs) yep. Oh... so she's
1: like yeah i saw her point but i did it anyway
0: yep so then she taunts them and says "Um, i've already called the police they should be here any second and the chapter ends
1: okay do you have any more thoughts before the last chapter of this book
0: i do um so the way that rose pressey describes people looking evil is just like that Uh, So Max gave her the evilest look she had ever seen, and uh, (laughs) Rose said something with an evil grin, like, "Mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think she used the word evil, like, ten times in this chapter.
1: She also uses the word bad about 50 times in this book. Yes, yes. She'll just say, there's a bad person out there. (laughs) Yep. But hey, sometimes less is more, so way to go our friend Rose.
0: So, before we move to the next chapter, I have a question for you, Shelby. Okay. How familiar are you with
1: Scooby-Doo? Uh, it, was, it was him all along. He just wanted money. Uh, I don't know. Vaguely familiar?
0: Okay. Well, we'll get there in a minute. It's very... It's at the beginning of the chapter.
1: Okay. All right. Awesome. So... This chapter begins with Celeste lunging towards Max to try to catch him by surprise and then run away. So Yeah, because that's what
0: you do when somebody has a knife that they're trying to get at you. Mm-hmm.
1: Personally, I don't think I'd make that kind of gamble with my own life, but okay. And then, yep. uh, huge surprise here, Max just grabs her and uh, starts dragging her to his car. Then ba-
0: Elizabeth is just going, Oh, Celeste, how are you going to get out of this?
1: I noticed that too. She doesn't do anything. She could like touch them the way she like touched Detective Pierce with her cold little fingers.
0: Yeah, give them shivers, catch them off guard.
1: Yeah, she doesn't do anything. She's just standing there flapping her arms. So Celeste is being dragged away. Van runs off, so all hope is lost. Celeste is even worried about that. She's like, I'll never find my dog if he's, like, running away right now. And then (laughs) at that moment, (laughs) Van comes back with Gumshoe, who is soon followed by Caleb. And Celeste yells, you have to call the police. Max is the killer and Ruth is the accomplice. She's also his mom.
0: Yeah, but not before (laughs) the two dogs attack Ruth and, like, take her down. They do a great job. And Caleb, like you said, was running after him, and this is why I asked the Scooby-Doo question. Do you mm. think Gumshoe's name is Gumshoe because it kind of rhymes with Scooby-Doo? Ooh. Because his line is, Gumshoe, where are you? Which Scooby-Doo, where are you? all the time. (laughs) So I'm pretty sure that's the only reason his terrible name is Gumsu.
1: (laughs) That's amazing. I love it. That's plus 10 stars to Damon for figuring stuff out.
0: Yay. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it it totally. I mean, the whole book feels straight out of Scooby-Doo with, like, the mild paranormal and stuff, too. So, yeah.
1: Sure. Oh, yeah. Okay, awesome. Um, So then 20 police cars show up, and everyone's saved. Okay. And Celeste and Caleb are just standing there. And Celeste says, to be honest, you were on the top of my suspects list. And Caleb says that Celeste was at the top of his list, too. (laughs) And then Celeste says, I won't hold that against you. And Caleb goes, thank you. I'm just glad we have the perpetrators now.
0: Yep. Kind of and apparently, weird. Caleb reveals that he's clumsy too throughout all of this because he's like, Oh, you saw the shirt, huh? I suppose that looks suspicious. I just didn't want you to know how clumsy I am. So I think they're both <laughs> for each other. They're both clumsy. It, he fits right in with the family of all their clumsiness. I mean,
1: yeah. Oh, no. Caleb. Are you really? Oh, man. I'm team uh, Pierce. Oof. Maybe we'll get into it when we when we talk about how many stars everyone has because oh, I am sir. totally. Um, and then what else happens? I don't know. This part's kind of boring. Uh, Caleb says he'd like to spend more time with Celeste, and she goes, "I knew I must be blushing." Speaking of blushing, Pierce had arrived and was speaking with another detective. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then. Caleb reveals that he is also a detective and had been working undercover because they had suspicion of theft at other local craft fairs. Did you see that one coming? I didn't, actually. I did not, either. Um, Okay, interesting move. Um, And then as Ruth is being shoved into the police car, she goes, Celeste, your art is horrible.
0: Yep. (laughs) Oh, my goodness.
1: Really sticks it to her. And then um, after Caleb goes to talk to the other detectives, Detective Pierce comes over and asks Celeste to dinner. And right after she agrees, her phone rings, and it's her Aunt Patsy. And the book ends with Celeste saying, I have so much to tell you, Aunt Patsy. Sure, I'll come over for dinner. And uh, that's the end of the book.
0: Yeah, it's, it's certainly setting up the sequel. I do have to rewind and point out a couple of little things. So, yes, please do. Uh, when she's talking with Pierce, he's talking about how he's glad we were able to arrest them and he's like thanks to your amateur sleuthing and your chihuahua and she goes oh this is caleb not here sorry and she goes a girl and a chihuahua have to do what a girl and her chihuahua have to do um and then also (laughs) right after that um i need to give celeste some more stars because she says i can't believe i i can't believe i didn't know you were undercover i should have guessed I'm not much of a detective if I couldn't figure that out.
1: Mm. Okay, how many so, stars?
0: Shame uh, for, for Celeste for finally realizing that she is not the best amateur sleuth.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Also, okay.
0: also also I think I believe I asked you this previously. I cannot recall. Um so there's a line that really made me think, and it is: Caleb winks at me before smirking at Pierce. There was obviously something going on between them. I'd like to know what kind of history they had with each other. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, what do you think about that?
1: <laughs> Are you asking me what I think of their winks and their smirks?
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Well, I mean, unfortunately, Rose Pressy made it pretty clear that they were just competing over Celeste, which for one is kind of gross. Uh, but I would like to think that they were winking and smirking at each other. Yep. I don't know. We'll leave
0: that to interpretation.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Just a thought. Leave it with you. Just yep. a thought. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Um, do you want to go over our scoreboard of stars right now for our cast, or would you like Absolutely. to give... Absolutely. Them- okay, or do you want to give near just overall feelings of the book? Which do you prefer to do first?
0: Let's do the stars first. I think the feelings of the book should go last.
1: Okay. <clears throat> so, should I start with Celeste? I think we should end with Celeste. Should we? Okay, that's amazing. Okay, how about Van Gogh?
0: Sure. How many stars did Van Gogh end
1: up with? A whopping 22.
0: That's pretty good for a dog. <laughs> Actually, he, wait, wait, I have a question. Just what now. is the full range of stars we have here? Like, not <laughs> the of the character, but what's the lowest number and what's the highest?
1: <laughs> the lowest number is negative okay. 65. <laughs> and the highest number is 1,000,000. And 30. (laughs) Yes!
0: Okay.
1: Awesome.
0: So, okay. So, at a pretty average, you said 60 what? Or no, 20, what was it for Van Gogh? 22?
1: For Van Gogh, 22.
0: Okay. Okay. So, pretty average then. Um, (laughs) I loved Van Gogh, as I made clear pretty early on. I loved how he saved the day at the end and how he was always there, even if he was a little mischievous.
1: Yes. Oh, he's wonderful. I uh, I thought he was pretty wild at first, but I got used to him pretty quick. He's great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, how about Caleb? Caleb. Yeah. Negative seven stars.
0: Wah, wah, wah.
1: Yeah. He's um, he's one of the lowest. He was just controlling. And weird. I don't like the way he talks to Celeste about, oh, go stand over there. Let's talk about this. And just very controlling guy. I don't know. I didn't like him.
0: That's fair. I I really am on board with that, even if I ended up in Team Caleb by the end. Um, <laughs> I think some of his stuff can be explained away by the fact that he was undercover, but not his controlling behavior. So sure. i had forgotten about some of that. And yeah, hmm. you're kind of making me rethink my team alliance this year.
1: Well, then let's hop over to uh, Detective Pierce. He All right. a whopping four stars.
0: Hey, not in the <laughs> negative.
1: <laughs> not in the negative.
0: Um, There's room to
1: grow. Yep, room for growth. Maybe don't do your primary detective work in the dark, but whatever.
0: Yeah, I think we complained about that a lot. And yeah. How it was kind of shady.
1: And how he would act like a baby all the time and say, "I don't know, Celeste, I've been thinking about the case. I don't know. and oh, we're doing the best we can, Celeste, leave me alone.
0: But in his defense, she like hid everything from him and just wouldn't tell him anything. So
1: sometimes Celeste was baby, sometimes Pierce was baby. Not great. Okay. <laughs> but better than Caleb. Um Evan also had four stars.
0: How did Evan get four stars?
1: Where did he get <laughs> probably, <any> stars from? <laughs> probably for dying.
0: <laughs> you know, I think I gave him stars for having an interest in jewelry and designing his own ring.
1: You Which did, yes.
0: Neat. Mm-hmm.
1: That's mm-hmm. probably the bulk of it. Yeah. Um, Ruth has thirteen stars.
0: Well, I regret that.
1: Uh, Most of those stars are probably her proud mama bonus and nothing else. Yeah, that's true. So congrats to Ruth for swinging in at the last minute there and taking that. Uh, Carly Coy has a total of negative 25 stars. And the only I think the only time we ever took away stars or gave any was that time where we said that she was a bad murderer.
0: Yeah, when she was like stabbing the leather and stuff.
1: I think it was when she was carrying her purse or whatever, and she dropped her purse and a big wad of money and a carving knife came out.
0: That's right. I think I'm thinking of, um, Char for the leather. So yeah,
1: probably are. Oh, you know what? Char's not even on here. So she must've had literally no points. Okay. So, okay, Char. Um, Madam Gerard had 15 stars. So way to go. And uh, the I'm gonna run through Celeste's family real quick here. Her mom, who I don't think is even named, has four stars, probably just for enthusiasm or something. Maybe for making a good pie. Uh, Aunt Patsy had five. Hank, the dude bro brother, was awarded two stars two times. They were both for being a dude bro. So way to go, Hank. <clears throat> Granny had eight stars for understanding ghost consent. Great. Yep. And Mm -hmm. Papa had 30 stars, more than most, just for being amazing. Um, Elizabeth had a million and 30 stars.
0: Did I give her the million stars?
1: (laughs) I did. Do you want to see why? Yes, I want to remember why. Back at my notes, it was when... um, When Celeste was telling Elizabeth that she should show herself to her friend Sammy, saying, You'll love Sammy. Would I have bad taste in friends? And then Elizabeth goes, You seem to like everyone. Life is puppies, rainbows, and candy, as far as you're concerned. Ah, that's right. (laughs) Uh, So that was uh, all those points. And then now we're down to uh, just Rose Pressy and you and me.
0: Wait, did you say Papa.
1: I did. Papa got 30 stars.
0: Okay. Okay. I was too focused on what yeah. about. you were going through them, So, okay. Cool.
1: Yeah. All Papa's right. doing great. Um, so, uh, how
0: many stars did uh, Rose Rusty get?
1: Negative 65. Wow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, Rose Rusty, I'm so sorry. See, we rip on you a lot, but we really did have a fun time reading this.
1: Great book, maybe less typos. Um, I had a whopping 15 stars, and Damon almost takes the cake. You are second place right behind Elizabeth with 70 stars for being an amazing detective.
0: Wow, and I wasn't even right about the murderer.
1: (laughs) We were literally wrong about all the most important key elements of this book, but it's fine. (laughs)
0: So do you think we would have been closer had we not, like analyze it. Because Ruth was evil from the beginning very
1: clearly. Yeah. And Max was also, he came in super evil, you know, it, yeah. everything's better because I'm here. And I also saw earlier in my notes somewhere from the beginning when Ruth uh, was talking to Celeste and Celeste said, oh, it's really too bad that Evan died and Ruth just went, it happens.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, I- do you have any overall feelings about the book? Well,
0: we, we or forgot one character. We have any? Which one? Celeste.
1: Oh my god, we didn't.
0: Yeah, we saved her for the end.
1: <laughs> I totally forgot. She was at the top, and I scrolled right by her. Celeste had a total of thirty-two stars.
0: So I, I I wish we would have graphed it because I feel like it went up and down and up and down and up and down like a roller coaster.
1: It did, yeah. It was like, it started off pretty okay, and then immediately we went into the negatives, and then she shot back up and then shot back down. It was a wild. Yeah.
0: What did you think of Celeste overall?
1: Mm, pretty quirky, and I really, I, I enjoyed her company in this book. Okay. Um, good jokes. Really threw us on the caboose of the comedy train, that one. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think <laughs> she grew a little bit by the end. Like, she realized that maybe she's not the best detective. <laughs> and I like that she likes pink.
1: I enjoyed it. Yeah, that was yep. fine. Um, not the best detective, but yeah, she's willing to admit it. That's fine with me. Um... Something I want to complain about is that there were so many unanswered questions at the end of the book.
0: So, I will say this is part of a series, and I think some of it continues.
1: Do you think that any of the answers about, like, why Shar had Evan's ring, and, like, why Shar was sneaking around the trailers, and why Carly Coy, um, let's see... She had, what, a map of the fairgrounds with markings all around Evan's trailer. Like, I know we kind of speculated, but that isn't the kind of thing you would wait to explain in another book. I feel like the time to do it is the last chapter of the book so that everything fits. But it didn't seem like everything really fit. It was just Rose Pressey being like, oh, yeah, well, a ghost said that Max is the murderer. So that's how it is.
0: Yeah, I I, I think you're absolutely right that a lot of those will go unanswered and that's frustrating. I guess the ones that will continue, there's probably going to be the Caleb slash Pierce slash uh, uh, Celeste love triangle going along. Um, oh, yes.
1: Are yeah. you team Caleb or team Pierce now?
0: Um, well, hmm, I, I have to be team Pierce. Caleb, Caleb was a manipulative jerk, even if she ended up with him at the end for now. I hope she goes back to Pierce.
1: I mean, she did tell Pierce that she would go to dinner with him, so maybe it's on.
0: That's true, but she committed to the next craft fair with Evan, with, uh, with, Evan <laughs> with
1: Caleb. <laughs> Evan will never leave her alone now.
0: Yeah, she just brings his ghosts everywhere.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. I guess we'll have to uh, maybe find out. Maybe our next book will not be uh, Celeste, but we'll see. Mm-hmm.
0: Did you I mean, read overall, the preview chapter of the next book?
1: No, I didn't. I When okay. I got done I put it down and said aha finally
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I skimmed it and the very first chapter she finds a dead body
1: whoa that's way better than this this book
0: yeah so uh, yeah. anyways, uh, thoughts overall about the book I had a grand old time talking about this with you like I said about Rose Pressey we made a lot of fun of the book but we still had a lot of fun reading it it was great um I personally had never read a cozy mystery before so it was a first time thing for me and I think if I recall Shelby that is it also review.
1: yes this was great yeah my first uh cozy mystery very cozy
0: yes very cozy indeed um so yeah I agree there were a lot of typos in the you had the physical one I read the one on Hoopla and There were definitely some typos throughout it. And in fact, Mm -hmm. sometimes when you would say quotes, they were different than how they were in my book a little bit. So I think that some of the editing, like, was in one but not the other, which is weird. So...
1: I think that was a 100% me just paraphrasing.
0: (laughs) Well, I know... But when you paraphrase it, you said it differently. I I knew times that you were paraphrasing it, but there's times where it's less obvious and then it... I don't know. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. But... Yeah, I, I had a great, fun time.
1: Yeah, I mean, overall, Janet Ivanovich was right when she said, Rose Pressey's books are fun.
0: Okay, so I told you this <laughs> on chat, on our uh, work chat, Shelby, but I have to tell everybody else. Yes. In the back of my book were pictures of a bunch of her other titles, and on all but one of them, there was that exact same quote by Janet Ivanovich. Like, <laughs> she using it over and over and over. And over, and over again, because that is just, she wants to draw attention to the fact that uh, Janet Ivanovich said something about her book.
1: It's the only positive review she has, leave her alone.
0: (laughs) Well, there is one that was by Carolyn Hart, and it was delightful, intriguing. So. Okay, all right. uh, mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Good, good, okay.
0: Um, right. I also love how she has a fashion series, and in those mm. cozy mysteries, instead of recipes, although there's probably still recipes, but it includes fashion tips. Amazing. I know, right? It's so, so useful.
1: We're going to have to pick very carefully what we want our next cozy mystery to be because it sounds like we can pick any theme we want.
0: Totally. Maybe we should go not paranormal.
1: I will go paranormal any day. I will go not paranormal. You, you just steer the truck, the, the hot pink truck, Damon, and I will be in it.
0: Sounds good. Well, we will drive off into the sunset together. And uh, listeners, <laughs> thank you so much for putting up with our nonsense. And uh, thank you for listening.
1: Yes, please reach out to us at adult at chromine.org. If you want to tell us what you thought of the book or of our nonsense silliness, we would love that.
0: And if you like listening to us, tell your friends, subject them to our ridiculousness. We would love that.
1: It can be a giant book club where you don't have to participate. It's just me and Damon. We'll do all the work for you.
0: <laughs> all right.
1: Bye. Bye.